we go. Tuesday afternoon. It's good to have you with us on the show. Just after four o'clock, we play Who Wants to Be a Chillionaire? Get yourself to South America where the love is free Ooh. and the rules are non-existent. <laughs> have they got, have they got rules? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> saying stuff. Coming up next, though, we want to put on a festival. It is called Kev Fest. It uses Ben's dad and you could be coming. Stick around because we have got some big developments that you definitely need to know about. This is actually happening. Oh, oh yeah. Kev Fest is on. just like you guys getting a bit carried away on the nah. radio yesterday. Sean and I went out for dinner last night and Again. we've done some brainstorming. How often and you we... guys go out to dinner together? Get ready to get kevved up, New Zealand. It's <laughs> happening. Kev Fest 2017. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. more about this uh, find out what you guys talked about over dinner next. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This Friday, it's going to be the concert of the year. It's a concert that we like to call Kev Fest. Featuring Ben Boyce's dad. Is this actually happening? Kevin Boyce and his list of 100 songs he can play on the acoustic guitar. Oh, if yeah. that hasn't got you j- jazzed up, have a listen to this. From the man who brought us the country's skinniest broadcaster. When I was little, my dad would, um, he had a piece of paper that had 100 songs that he could play on guitar. By day, he's a school principal. But by night, he's a school principal who can play 100 songs on an acoustic guitar. Paul Simon, Harry Nelson, Donovan, the Bee Gees, uh, John Sebastian, and Eric Clapton. And this Friday, by semi-popular demand. Side Adele and Bieber because there's a new musical megastar in town and he's got six strings and a bloody good time. I got the ever loving, ever wandering, ever talking Friday blues. Get ready, New Zealand. Slap on your chinos and tuck in your polo shirt because Kev Fest is coming. Feliz Navidad. Kev Fest. Featuring Ben's dad, Kevin Boyce's 100 acoustic guitar based songs. And here's to you, Mrs. Like popular folk music from yesteryear played by a bloody legend, then you need to be at Kev Fest this Friday. Come and get Kevved up. There we go. Wow. There's the advert, the official Man. advert for Kev Fest. We're it's advertising Kev Fest. We're yet to have a venue, so if you've got a venue, they can his flights. He lives down the line. Oh, there's, hey, there's Edmund to look after. <laughs> We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Granted, mate. You know, there's logistics, Ben. When are you thinking of having this? We're going to do it on Friday. Friday. Okay, we'll sorry. do the show. We'll broadcast you the show from Kev Fest. Together. Remember, I wasn't there, so yeah, I'm just asking questions. You know why you weren't there? Because you're a squeaky wheel. <laughs> and all you're trying to do Don't is... do Kev Fest. Don't do it. It's embarrassing. Well, Kevin's embarrassing. This is, that's Ben. That's my impersonation of Ben. I thought it was Ben. It's going to be great. It's this Friday. Uh, it's going to start at 3 o'clock. We'll do it for the show there. We just need a venue. So if you know someone a with a venue, uh, uh, let us know. Kevin, but, Kev, Kev from Wellington as well, if you've got flights too. I mean, there's, there's a lot to organise. But 0800 The Edge, the most important thing... Kefest doesn't have a slogan. You need a slogan. That's the most you? important thing. You just can't beat the mad butchers, mate. He's got a slogan. You don't buy a bed every day. Another great slogan. No, um, I think the slogan is you can sleep. You can sleep, you on. Can oh, sleep, you on, can it. sleep on it. You can sleep on it. What about another, uh, another slogan? The Edge, all the hits, because that's what we have. Hit, 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 hit all the time. What yeah. a slogan? Okay, 0800 The Edge, 3343. That's the text. What is going to be the slogan for Care Fest? This is the festival you'll be able to come to for free. We're not like those wankers Adele and Bieber charging for tickets. <laughs> nah, free. This is free, baby. Shanna, welcome along to the show. What is your, what's your idea for a slogan? So I thought um, boys can do it too. Well, because boys can do it too. Oh, boys, as in Kevin, boys, boys can, can do, do it too. too. Oh, oh, boys. Not a bad suggestion. Hey, do you reckon that you'll come down to Kev Fest? I wish. I live in Taranaki, though. Girl, yeah, you, get you, in you that come car. from Taranaki. It's free. Road trip. Road trip. You don't get in want that to car. Do you, it, girl. You don't want to be the only person in New Zealand missing Kev Fest. No way. <laughs> Adrian, welcome along to the show. What's your slogan suggestion for Kev Fest? 
Well, I think you got to be in heaven by song number 97. Oh! oh. Into the, into the list. That's good. You're going to be in heaven by song 97. A slice of Kevin? Slice oh, of Kevin. That's good. That's good. A slice of Kevin. <laughs> Adrian, would you be keen on coming down to Kevfest? What are oh, you doing? Bring on Kevin Palooza, baby. Kevin Palooza. Oh, yes! Kevin It's going to be good. Okay, well, stay tuned. I like how we keep going. Are you coming down to Kevfest? We haven't even got a venue yet. <laughs> You're coming along. Well, Minus details, keep, mate. Keep listening. We're going to find a venue. Hopefully, today will be the day and we'll fill you in. But Kevfest happening this Friday. So just get out of work from 3 p.m. Wherever you are, and get down to Kevfest. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make it bad. Oh, it's all going to be happening. Uh, also, before four o'clock on the show, uh, Taylor, she got evicted from The Bachelor. She's going to be coming in and spilling the dirt with us. Oh, dang. Or oh, hopefully. Another suggestion was boys to men. Oh, <laughs> boys to men. <laughs> Jesus. Please be good puns. Keep them coming through. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. The Bachelor was on three last night. And joining us in the studio, the latest evictee, uh, Taylor. Welcome along. Hi. 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 Taylor, uh, what's it been like watching you? Because we've had a couple of weeks of The Bachelor on three now. And what's it like watching yourself? Have you noticed that you have any mannerisms or things that you do that you now won't do anymore? Um, no, like, I'm very outspoken, so I, I was rooting for myself. <laughs> oh, you're, you're trying to root Zach, too, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. That's the game of the game, isn't it? No, I don't think it no. is. It's a part of love, mate. <laughs> oh, no. well, it, was, it was the name of the game last year. It was Jordan. He was, he was doing some rooting. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, I saw you have a, uh, a sufficiently awkward dinner in the middle of Eden Park last oh, night. Yeah. On the actual On the actual paddock. Yes. Which is probably the first time they've ever had a date on, 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 a pa- <laughs> on, the, on the rugby pitch. What was that like? I thought it was quite cool. I'm yeah. a big sports person, so. Gee, you were good at rugby. Yeah. You made your weirdly play. Why the Why the did you make you play rugby? <laughs> I really don't know, but I had fun. Um, what was up with the with the kiss last night? Because everyone was talking about it, and it was like all hyped up, and we thought there was going to be this big girl on girl passion. It was just a wee peck. But why did they do that in the first place? Were they just drunk and they thought they were getting each other's cheeks, or do you think <laughs> it was on purpose? Um, oh, I think it was definitely on purpose. The first I saw it was actually the episode. So I didn't even know it happened. Good luck to them, I suppose. Do you think that, because that, that, it was Katie and Lucy, right? They're the ones that kind of seem like they're trying to get as many as much camera time as possible, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I suppose that... Sharon's trying to get you to say something bitchy here. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. They are. If you watched the episode last night, they were definitely fishing to have, like, that Naz camera time that she got last year. And then they do a kiss in the rose ceremony. Oh, was, was that the first kiss on The Bachelor? Or have there been other ones this series? The first one. I yeah, I think it was the first, first one. The first one was between two of the <laughs> <game> <laughs> with the bachelor. <laughs> okay. So what we've been doing is we've been going, I've been answering the phones oh, on the no, fly. Oh, no, don't do Trying this. to find partners for the ladies who have been kicked oh, off no. the bachelor. Oh, no. Please stop doing this. It's not Because these people aren't ringing for this. Jaden's on the phone. Because you haven't even said give us a call for this. Jaden, Jaden's <laughs> on the phone. Guess what, Jaden? Hello? Yeah, mate, we've got Taylor here from The Bachelor. Oh, howdy. Hey. Oh, Hope you like cowboys. <laughs> so, Jaden, what, what do you want to say to impress Taylor? Oh, uh, is your middle name China? Because I'm trying to get your number. Oh! oh! oh that's yeah. Jaden, where are you calling from? Uh, Dunedin. Dunedin? Wa- that's kind of close oh, to Christchurch. Yeah. How old are you? 19. 19. Oh, is he a bit young for yeah, you, Taylor? a little bit young. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be oh, no Jayden. love found for you today, Jaden. You've got one chance to turn her, uh, Jaden. What are you going to say to her? 
You're missing out. <laughs> Bloody hell. You're probably missing out staying at his parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> or, and or coming to stay in a very grotty flat in Castle yeah. Street. <laughs> oh, well, we wish you all the best, Taylor, with your future love endeavours. How are you finding love now? Are we tindering? What are we doing? Um, have not jumped back on Tinder. Don't think I will. Why not? Why not? You'll be getting heaps of yeah. swipes yeah. out. Oh, there's just too many creepy guys out there. John O'Ben on Tinder anymore. On the edge. Here at the radio station, we have like a feature that um, if you're stuck in traffic anywhere in the country, you can call this number and go, oh, there's a hold up on State Highway 1. Right. There's a hold up on um, St Albans Avenue. Bit of local knowledge there. Christchurch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold up on uh, Tarapa Strait. Oh, you're in the Tron. Hey. Hey. There's a street from Hamilton. There's a hold up on Monoway Place. There you go, there's yeah. one from uh, Timaru. High That's, Street in Marston. That was, that was just a street I lived on. No, oh, okay. I just wanted yeah. to put, give it some love. <laughs> so there's a phone line that you can call and you can leave a message, you know, for, for the listeners. No and, one uh, clears it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although, sometimes I heard one the other week. <laughs> so um, we cleared the answer phone today. No, we didn't. Um, what, what do I mean we cleared the answer phone? Dan, our producer, cleared the answer phone. Today. Oh, okay. Dan, our producer, cleared the uh, traffic line today. And uh, I think this came through yesterday. Peak hour. But he's a legend. Okay, you want to listen to him? Yeah, yeah, give it to us. Hey, this is Dennis, um, traveling south out of Auckland. Stuck behind this caravan, it's gone slow as hell. Just speed up and pull over, buddy. Get off the damn road. So he's, he's angry wow. that he's been stuck. He's stuck behind a caravan. Yeah. Okay, that was the first phone call. What, he rang more than one time? I think he's mistaking this line for uh, a line you can just phone up a bitch about <laughs> other motorists. But here we go. Oh, hi, this is Dennis again. Uh, still stuck behind this big caravan. He's getting a bit annoyed, you know, because there's no um, passing lane and I'm running late. So, yeah, just getting a bit annoyed now. So, Jesus Christ. This what is that? It was Kevin. Dennis. 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 Oh. I think Dennis is hoping that, you know, they're going to report about his specific traffic <laughs> issues yeah, yeah. on the nationwide traffic, but he, can, he, he phones back again a third oh, time. Third times. Time. Oh, this is Dennis again. I'm still behind this f***ing caravan. Just get off the road, buddy. I learned to drive fast. I'm sick of you. I'm just going to run you off soon. Now get off the damn road. Oh, my God. Is he, I'm not, all I can think is that Dennis is hoping his little message, his little soundbite is aired on the traffic and that the other motorist is <laughs> we'll listening to the radio traffic and can hear him. So, uh, guess what? What? He comes back for a fourth time. No! no. Hi, this is Dennis again. Really f***ing angry now. <laughs> no passion in. He's actually going slower. What's the use of me calling up for these reports if nobody does nothing about it? Just get off the road! Oh be God. there, be heard. That's crazy. So that that there's, really there's escalated. If anyone knows Dennis, actually, please get him to call us 0800 The Edge. I'd like to find out what happened. Same. Because last we heard he was okay. going to run a caravan off the road. <laughs> was there any news stories last night of a, of a caravan getting run off the road? Because if they did, we should be finding Dennis. John O'Ben and Sharon. On The Edge. You know how you got those uh, little secrets? Not bad things, but little secrets that you keep from your partner. Um... You, you, everyone, everyone's got them. You know, little things that you might do when your partner's not around, and you, you're like, "Oh, they don't need to know about." I use that. his roll-on and toothbrush sometimes. Do you? If I, yeah. Oh, he talked about you using his toothbrush. Yeah. yeah, I use his toothbrush sometimes if I've left mine, like when I've gone away somewhere, and I do use his roll-on if mine's run out until he goes to the supermarket. Don't tell. I did it today. I smell like a man. Ben and Misha roll on deodorant. Do all, you? all the time. That's yeah. gross. Yeah, no, the people don't like that. It's gross because you've got arm pubes. I don't, I don't have arm pubes, so it's not as bad, but it's still gross. Okay, okay. well, that's, that's fine. You're, uh, you're in a relationship. I, if you told me that information, I was your husband, I wouldn't be that upset. Okay? But I've been hiding something from Jen for about four, four to six weeks now. Every single night on the way home, 
I stop at the uh, the petrol station and I get a bacon and egg pie <gasps> and I eat it between there and then getting home for dinner. Because you don't eat during the day. It's a little what? Because little... you need to have lunch. Your but body's she's just... like slaving away over your, over your dinner. I know. I know. Listen to the old feeding your, feeding your children. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking the meal after a hard day at work. <laughs> oh, here we go. Bloody no. heck, you big sexist pest. <laughs> well, no, you, you've turned me out to be a sexist. I wasn't a sexist before working well, with you. it sounds like I was right. Anyway, uh, so she doesn't know about this. So it's a little partner secret. But we've all got those things, don't mm-hmm. we? We do. Have you got any of those, Ben? Any little things you keep from your uh, your wife? Like your torrid affair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the mistress, yeah, yeah. The mistress? <laughs> yeah, but let's start talking about that on the radio. Oh, oh okay. Okay, we have now. Now she knows. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with Jen. Like I'll give her a call now and tell her what's uh, what's been going on. Good luck. Because the thing is, when you when you admit something like this, it's like, well, what else have you been hiding? Totally. You know, if you don't tell me about all the pies you've been eating every day, she's going to find out about your weird porn videos, the tiger one. Hello. Oh, listen, I've been eating pies every day on the way home from work. <laughs> bacon, okay. and egg, bacon and egg pies. But I haven't told you about it. It's been going on for four to six weeks, maybe even seven. Kind of gathered, given you've got pastry all over your shirt and your cheeks when you get home. <laughs> I'm a messy eater. No, I'm a messy eater. It's my downfall. I've got nothing else to hide. <laughs> the skeletons have come out, Jen. Jen, this is when you tell him uh, about how you're dating a real hot, successful TV star that isn't him. <laughs> well, you're dating Mike McRoberts. <laughs> it's actually me, but this is weird doing it on no, the radio. I said hot, successful TV star. Oh, oh did you? Sorry, I missed that part. I just said, I just said TV. Smith. <laughs> oh, good on you, Jimbo. Okay. All right, see, there you go. Came clean. Came clean. Felt good. Does it? So, uh, Still going to get a pie on the way home? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to hide it too. I'm going to come and eating it. I'm going to save half it, so I'm still eating it when I'm walking through the door. Oh, wait, under the edge. Oh, wait, under the edge. What silly little things, silly little secrets are you keeping from your partner? Hmm. 3343 is the text. Uh, get in touch with us, and uh, all you need to do, you don't even say your name, you don't even say your partner's name. Just tell us what you've been hiding. JD, you also have a, a little secret you're hiding from your partner. What is it? Um, so my partner, my partner hiding the secret... He um he was paying someone to do the gardens for a few months before I found out and taking all the credit for it. Oh. <laughs> so I was coming home from work and he'd been slaving away all day and he'd really just paid someone else to do it. <laughs> That's funny, guys. That's a great point. Well played. That's well played. I am. I'm very impressed by that. Very so, impressed. Someone just texted in three three four three. I have ten thousand dollars in a secret account <gasps> that he doesn't know about. What? Oh. Scandalous. That, that is super, super scandalous. Lucy's on 0800 The Edge. What are you hiding from your partner, Lucy? Um, Every week when I do the shopping, I withdraw a large amount of cash. And have 10 grand hidden in a secret bank account? <laughs> and I spend it. My partner thinks it's on groceries, but um, I usually go out that morning and I go and visit the shops and, <gasps> and I buy a few things. Lucy, um, I'm just going to say, can you not say much more of this because you're going to out every single female right now because everyone does that. Oh, okay. Every, every okay. week. Every week. I, I don't know. Hopefully my husband's not listening right now, but he'll be like, oh, that's a little bit less than I thought. I was like, oh, you had to pay my phone bill this month. Yeah. I was never buying a phone bill. I'm just on the iconic buying a new dress. And some another text, 3343. Sometimes I uh, tell my wife I'm going to the gym. I just go straight to Burger King. That's going to show up eventually, isn't it? <laughs> Unless your metabolism's still going. Hey, Todd. Yeah, He's got the meat sweat. <laughs> what Love is a workout. It? Well, there you go, John. You're not the only one uh, You're the only one hiding things from your partner. Anything you'd like to admit to, Ben? Uh, sometimes I listen to Jason PJ when I go to the bathroom during the show. 
Oh, that is a duty to listen. Oh, that's like a Sharon that, That's the one that really cut Sharon down. <laughs> Sharon it was like, a joke. Oh, it was a joke, but look at Sharon's oh, face. Sharon doesn't like to admit these other radio shows. <laughs> she's, she's actually starting to cry now. No, I don't do, do that. It's, it's Lana and Jason, more of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're actually wow. crying. She's crying. She was that. Wow. Look at it. Do you know we've seen to Sharon? Well, this is honest. This is a conversation we've had. We've seen to Sharon. If another radio station were to offer you a million dollars a year for 10 years. Like a million dollars a year. She still wouldn't leave the edge. That's no. how loyal she is to the edge. Yeah, well, why would you not want to work for the best radio station? Well, it's true. I love it here. What about you, Jono? Obviously not. We've always seen a car park too, Sharon. You still wouldn't leave. No, we have one condition that I would leave. Uh, yeah, Jono doesn't go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Ben's dad, Kevin Boyce, can play 100 songs on his acoustic gat. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and we, we we're putting on Kevfest. This Friday, have a listen. From the man who brought us the country's skinniest broadcaster. When I was little, my dad would, um, he had a piece of paper that had a hundred songs that he could play on guitar. By day, he's a school principal. But by night, he's a school principal who can play a hundred songs on an acoustic guitar. Paul Simon, Harry Nilsson, Donovan, the Bee Gees, uh, John Sebastian, and Eric Clapton. And this Friday, by semi-popular demand. Adele and Bieber because there's a new musical megastar in town and he's got six strings and a bloody good time. I got the ever loving, ever wandering, ever talking Friday blues. Get ready, New Zealand. Slap on your chinos and tuck in your polo shirt because Kev Fest is coming. Feliz Navidad. Kev Fest. Featuring Ben's dad, Kevin Boyce's 100 acoustic guitar-based songs. And here's to you, Mrs. Like popular folk music from yesteryear played by a bloody legend, then you need to be at Kev Fest this Friday. Come and get Kevd up. Uh, here we go. Kev Fest Ooh. is happening. Uh, it's going to be great. The slogan we're going to change it to uh, Best Concert Kever. Kever, get it, guys? Yeah, get it. It's, it's a good dad joke. It's pretty good. Like, I feel like we've jumped the gun a little bit. We want to have the festival. We've advertised the mm-hmm. festival. We don't have a venue for the festival. No. That's the only small thing we need to uh, organise. Uh, but maybe we could find one from a listener pal. Uh, Amanda, you have a suggestion of where we could have this Kev Fest? Yeah, um, at the specific Red and Green Hardware store. Oh, the oh, hardware, hardware store. store. Not bad. Not bad. It's not a bad idea. Still We're... trying to get a plug-in for your blooming hardware <laughs> yeah. store, Amanda. Well, that's the thing. I've already got an audience set for you guys. The only problem is the date. Oh, oh so got a date, dating bar. Oh, no. okay. It's got to be on Friday, Amanda. Yeah. Thank you so much. Gary, what's your suggestion? Have you got a venue? Uh, yeah, Ed Street Bar in Pukitori. Oh. And you can do Friday? Uh, oh, I don't work there, but, but, but you can try <laughs> <laughs> It's just Gary. like a bloody great bar. Gary. It's like, you can also play Victor Arena as well. <laughs> I don't work there, but it's a great sense of venue. All right, well, thanks for that, mate. And Dave, oh, 100 the edge right now. You've got a venue suggestion. Hey, how you doing? Oh, mate, we're doing well. Are you going to come to our rescue? Yeah, yeah, I think you should. I think you should come down to uh, Degree and have your Kevfest down here. What? Kevfest? Do you mean Degree Bar right down the viaduct? Isn't that a classy establishment? That's a, that's a great place. Fired up in the summer, nice weather, overlooking the boats, lots going on, lots of people around, lots of atmosphere. You should do it. Come down. What do you mean, is that a classy establishment? We couldn't have a classier musical act than Kevin (laughs) Bush. This is amazing. Well, you've got to give it a go. So you would be willing this Friday from 3pm for us to throw a little shindig at Degree Bar in Auckland and uh, we'll have Kev Fest and, and Kevin Boyce performing. 
Come and do it. Come and do it. Degree <gasps> down by the water in the fire. That's going to oh, be great. I'm wow. just, take, just checking the temperature at degree, oh. and it's getting hot for Kempfest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it, is it, like, can we, are you being serious? Can we lock this in? Definitely. Come and do it. It'll be a good laugh. Everyone will really enjoy it. It'll be great. And I'm oh being God. serious, too. Are you actually trying to decrease your patronage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always good to have something going on in the viaduct. You know, people walking past. There'll be lots of people watching. So I think it'll be a great atmosphere. We've done it. Yeah, We've found a venue. It's happening, yeah. guys. It's happening. Wow. Ah! This Friday, 3 p.m., Degree Bar. We'll be doing the show there live, and we're going to have Kempfest. This is, this is the best day of my life. By the way, Dave, can we do the show there live? Because Sharon's just said <laughs> oh, we're yeah. doing it live. Can we do the show there? <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? Come down. Free oh, can we, can we have a, lot, a whole lot of drinks and stuff too? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are this course get? Got any chips? Got any bar nuts? I'm keen. Well, that's what we do, so you might as well come down and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, happening. We go. It's happening all this Friday afternoon. Fest. Come, Come on! on. This is a theme song I'm working on as a concert organiser. John O'Brien and Sharon. On the edge. This is the People's Court. The people are real. The cases are real. The judges are not real. It is the People's Court. These are cases that uh, are they're too small for the big courts, or the proper courts, but we, we do them anyway. We take them to you and you decide on a verdict. Well, there was that one week we actually got a, a meth manufacturing case across our desk and uh, <laughs> yeah. we didn't quite know to handle, how to handle no. the dark nature of it. Well, today's one is anyone that's ever been in a relationship with, an, with a man, they will know. Oh, we've all been there? Absolute absolute horrible situation. What is it? And Kelly has got in touch with us because she's been with her, her boyfriend Bevan now for about three years. They live together and they keep having arguments about how Bevan always leaves the toilet seat up. Now, don't think that we're going to be having a conversation about that, guys, because it's gotten real intense. Because oh, has Bevan has taken it to the next level because they've been fighting about it so much, he has removed the toilet seat from the <laughs> toilet completely. Which is terrible it's and quite selfish. A good, it's quite a good play, though. It is not. Okay, you, you get to stand up and you can stand up, but not for women. Bevan, explain yourself. Look, it's, it's really punishment on both halves, really. Um, because I'm, you know, I still have to sit every now and then. You're suffering. You're so suffering at times as well. I'm, yep. I'm going through a lot of pain as well. But and be- I'm lifting up the seat as much as she's putting it down. So... Yeah, but I Be- think it's time to get rid of it. Bevan and Kelly, <laughs> you may agree with me on this one. Haven't you now realised, having no seat when you have to sit down, how uncomfortable it is and how easy it is for you to fall into that germy place? I think we've just gotten too used to all these mod cons, you know. We were cavemen once. We we just had to pop a squat anywhere. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> we've got used to the mod cons of toilet seats. Yeah, it's always too good for too long. It's always a little unnerving, isn't it, when you, uh, you're you not concentrating, actually you end up sitting straight on the bowl. Yeah. You're always like, oh, God, you I'm gone. You, you think you're gone. I think you're going to be sucked down the sewers. Kelly, this is your boyfriend of three years, by the way. Uh, what do you have to yeah. think about this? What do you have to say? It is so stupid. It is ridiculous. I am so angry. It's disgusting. I can't. I have to sit on the toilet every time I go to the toilet. My uh, my I'm, biggest concern about it uh, is that Bevan's referring to a toilet seat as a mod con. They are pretty flat. <laughs> uh, and also, Bevan, the reason it's so gross, and Kelly, I don't know if Bevan does this, but sometimes boys, they put the seat up and they don't get it straight in the middle and there'll be little dribs around it. And then if you sit yes. straight on the seat... Oh, nah, exactly, nah, exactly. So I'm, I, I can't I'm even sit on that. Shooter. 
straight shooter. It doesn't sound like you're a straight shooter, according to Kelly. Well, being the sexist one. Definitely not a straight shooter. So what are we trying to make happen here, guys? To put the toilet seat back on, what's going to have to happen in your eyes, Bevan? Maybe a couple of weeks of good home-cooked meals. No, okay, okay, we don't need two sexes people on this show. We need to do I was two just men- saying, is there an agreement to say that you're each put it down and up or what? But I don't know. What were you trying to establish here, Jess? Let's throw it out to the jury right now. You're listening, our listener pals. 0800 The Edge, text to 3343. Bevan will put the toilet seat back on, but should the toilet seat be allowed to be left up or must it always be put down? What do you think? 0800 The Edge. Why don't you go in the shower, Bevan? That could be a good alternative. <laughs> no. Bev, you the shower, you use the toilet, Bob's your uncle. Everyone's peeing in the shower, Jono. I know, no, I'm talking about everything. Yeah. Oh, no! No, no, no. in the shower. You can figure out how that works. No, no. Oh, no. We're going to throw this out to the jury. Yeah. Now, Bevan, Kelly, do you agree that you will follow through with whatever our jury decides this afternoon? I will try my best. No, Bevan, this is a court of law. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes you will. Yes. Okay. Right, we'll do that next. Oh, 800 The Edge. Adrian, what do you think? Uh, I think you should put the seat down. Oh, we got a guy on the seat down team. Why do you think that? It kind of gets a bit disturbing when you're not a straight shooter. And, yeah, it's, it just solves everything. Because yep. It solves the argument. People say, happy, happy wife, happy life. Damn you, know what, I, you know what? I'm going to admit this. I'm going to admit this. I do a lot of sitting. A lot <laughs> of sitting. <laughs> you sit down. I'm a sitter. Don't even worry that the water's going to come up and no, no, you'll drown don't yourself. He, don't think he's got that problem. <laughs> yeah. what, 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 I don't know. You know what, what? she means, and I, and, and no, 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 the answer is no, no for him. Tracy, welcome to the show. What do you think? Toilet seat up, toilet seat down. Put the damn toilet seat down. Tracy, Tracy is telling him straight this afternoon. Good straight you, shooter, mate. straight shooter, and not in the uh, not in the sense we've been talking about. Load of text through uh, to this one on 3343. I've never seen anything crash the text machine. I know. It's full, full noise. A little splash on the buttocks isn't really that bad anyway. Uh, someone else said, women want to be equal. Women can do anything. Women want to be paid the same as men. Stop <laughs> bitching and take an equal turn lifting it up and putting it down. Oh, here we go. Oh, say hi to your non-existent girlfriend, you sexist pest. All right, we've got Bevan and Kelly, uh, the plaintiff and the defendant, back on the phone. Guys. Yeah. Have you guys got two toilets in the house? We, we have an upstairs and a downstairs. And you've removed the seats from both of them. Jeez, what a cruel animal you are, Bevan. I had to do something. Well, we've, uh, we, you've, you've heard what our jury has had to say, and uh, every now and then the judge gets to overrule the jury in this court. Oh, who anyway, made you judge? Anyway, this, well, we're all judgy, judges. Judgy, we're all judges. Judge, judge. But we, this, is a theory, this is a theory that we've put together and uh, taking on the feedback as well from the jury. How about, since you've got two toilets, you have designated toilets? So, Bevan, you get the one toilet, Kelly, you get the other, and you guys can only use those toilets, and you can do whatever you want with the seats in those toilets. Uh, I will agree if he gets the upstairs toilet, because we sleep downstairs, so I don't want to have to go upstairs in the middle of the night. Bevan? I, yeah, I am happy with that. This is going to be the party toilet. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad. glad. The, the alternative. party toilet sounds like a terrible place, by the way. <laughs> party toilet. Better be clean. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're uh, in charge of cleaning your own toilet, Bevan. 
Okay. Yep, that sounds that sounds great. That's that, a great alternative. The okay. other option was going to be you both buy potties and just use them separately. So <laughs> you've got, you've got, we've got the best option. Snappies was another option. But yeah. <laughs> well, done. thank you guys for being part of the People's Woo! Court. Appreciate it. And if you want to be part of uh, next week's People's Court uh, and have your uh, issue judged by the rest of New Zealand, just head to our Facebook page, John O'Ben and Sharon. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge.